You've worked all your life, you've saved, you've played by the rules. Now it's time to retire. Here's the question, who do you want relaxing and taking it easy? Your nest egg or you? Well, of course, you want to relax and travel and enjoy. And sorry, nest egg, you've got more work to do. For a retirement that maximizes your portfolio, your social security, avoids unnecessary risks, and protects you from pitfalls, and frankly lets you retire and keeps the nest egg working, you need a retirement partner. You need someone looking out for your best interest and building a plan for you based on your situation. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649. Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Life is filled with milestones. On today's show, we'll highlight some important retirement-related milestones you should be aware of and how to make the most of them. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin is, of course, uh, the author of a great little book called Every Dime Every Day. He's president of Frisbee & Associates. He is a fiduciary, independent. Well, the whole firm is independent. You're all fiduciaries. And uh, again, um, you know, things are looking good. Hey, Kevin, what's going on? Hey, how you doing this weekend, Steve? Very, very well, thanks. And we were just talking about this before the show. You just had a birthday. I know you turned 50. We're talking milestones here. And I know <laughs> that your son just turned 21. That's a big milestone. So let's. I just thought it might be fun to sort of combine all these things together and, and let's, with an eye towards <laughs> retirement, let's, let's hit some milestones. What do you think? Hey. And my parents both just turned 70. So okay, you, there you, you go. You talk about milestones, and yeah, I mean, we're, we're all clicking here on, the, on different notches, right? Right. 50, you know, I was telling my wife the other night saying, you know, I don't feel 50. I don't think I look 50. And I said, do you know, do you know my two-thirds of my life is done? <laughs> this is my question to my wife. She's like, what are you talking about? I said, think about it. I mean, 50 years old, I mean, everybody that lives to be 50 should be thankful because we made it this far. But but I might have 30 years in front of me, but that means two thirds of my life is done. So it's just, it makes you start to register your mind differently, right? Well, it really does. No, it really <laughs> does. And I, and I think that's a, that's the whole thing about, you know, people who wake up and, and they turn 50 and all of a sudden, wow, that retirement thing's going to happen. And, that's, and, and so that, at that point, they have catch-up provisions and all that kind of thing. I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm being retrospective, I guess, this weekend because I'm just in the midst of this whole change of of an age. It's a number. I know it's just a number and, and I don't feel anything different, but, but it makes you look back and think, all right, all the conversations I've had over the years with people that were 50 that have, have anxiousness about turning 50 and getting older, I, you know, you, you almost can be like in their shoes now and say, Hey, I, I understand. Right. Well, and, and again, I think like you said, you know, a lot of times by the time 50, you know, your kids are out of the house and, you know, maybe college is mostly paid for. And so maybe that's the, that's why you take advantage of those catch up contributions. And that's why they're there. And, and that's exactly why they're there. So at 50, they have what they call catch up contributions, which means you can put additional monies into your retirement accounts 
And, and to the point where you get to be 50, you wake up and think, oh my goodness, you know, I, I'm close to retirement now than I was t- 25 years ago. I need to start paying attention to what's going on. And likely your kids are out of the house or maybe not. Maybe you don't have, uh, you know, huge college expenses anymore, but, but now the, the, the focus should be on you and, and retirement planning and getting you to the end game. And so when we talk about turning 55, I know that's not a huge time or a big, big huge milestone, but there is something that, that can be done there that if, if you find yourself out of work. Yeah, a double nickel we call 55, right? Double yeah, nickel. So sure. yeah, what happens is there's a 55 rule built into the IRS code. A lot of people don't understand and don't know what it means. And I've retired retired several 55 rules, and here's how we've done it. So if somebody turns 55 and they lose their job and they have a 401k plan, what happens is they can withdraw money from a 401k plan and they have to pay taxes on it, but they're not subject to the pre-59.5 penalty because, again, 55 rule is built there so that they can access monies if they uh, lost a job or if they decided to retire. I use a couple of great examples. I've had a bunch of people from from Poland Spring uh, recently come, come in and roll their 401ks. And some of them were in their mid-50s. And I'd say Poland Spring because they, they had an event where Nestle bought them out. They eliminated the 401k so everybody could move their 401k out of Voya and roll it over to an individual retirement account. So I've been able to help, I, I think now 25 or 30 people come in and, and do this. So some of the guys and gals that were 50 mid-50s, what we did was we said, listen, we're going to leave some money behind in the Voya 401k, we're going to roll over a balance. Like, well, let's say one guy comes in, he's got 800000 I said, we're going to leave 100000 behind. We're going to roll over 700000 Here's why. If by chance, because of the buyout in a new company, let's say you lost your job and you got laid off and you decided, hey, I'm not going back to work. I'm going to retire. You have 100000 bucks you could draw. And this particular guy was 57. So he's got a couple of years to go before he gets to be 59. I said, you got $100,000 to be able to draw as income from the 401k just in case you get let go or you decided to retire. And I said, if, you, if you're still working at 15 and a half, we'll take and roll that 100000 or whatever it grows to. We'll roll it over to the IRA that we have set up. But we want to keep some back just in case something happens to make sure you're not going to be penalized on drawing some of that money out. Okay, that makes sense. And again, like you said, I, not everybody is aware of that. And it is a little confusing, which is why we want to work with somebody like you who gets it. Yeah, well, we, we do a ton of this planning, Steve, as you can imagine. Yeah. And I love to retire people that are younger, like 55 or 57, 58, whatever that is, and, and, and see the grin on their face, knowing that they really beat the system. Yeah. Obviously, I'm just a guide, right? But but it's like you go hunting and you want to go hunting for a big moose or something like that. You hire a guide, right? Right. And you come out and you hope, you hope to get the trophy. That's kind of me with my clients. I, you know, if you want to retire, you're younger than the, you're beating the odds, so to speak. Let's do that. I'm going to be the guide and, and we're going to go set that trophy up, right? And get, get you out of there. I like it. I like the sound of that. 800-998-5649 is the number, folks. You can get started right away. Uh, well, 59 and a half. And I think everybody understands what that means. Well, 59 and a half, some people don't. And so let's kind of go through this. Because if you're in this position and you're still working and you're contributing to a 401k or 403b or a thrift savings plan, any of those work-sponsored retirement plans, here's what, what you could potentially do. If you're still working and you're at least 59 and a half years old, you are allowed in most cases to roll over the current balance of whatever your retirement account is at work outside to a individual retirement account where I could come in, our firm could come in and help you manage that and do a great tactical managed job. It doesn't change the 401k plan at work or the 403b wherever you're at. You still have the account open. You still do payroll deduct. You still do contributions. You still get match money. 
So you can continue to build up your 401k or retirement account at work. And then when you finally retire, we can roll the balance. But what happens is it gives you control now where we can look outside into an individual retirement account, do a tax-free rollover, so there's zero tax event, and then we can really put a great strategy together to, to better manage it, basically. Sure. Well, and again, though, again, that's probably not something that, I mean, 59 and a half, yes, you can take withdrawals. But at the same time, the, the rollover piece, that's a big deal. And, and I mean, most everybody works beyond 59 and a half these days. That's true. And, and so if you wanted to take money out as a withdrawal, you can do that above 59 and a half years old. You're only going to be subject to taxes. But in our case, I would say probably 90% of the business we do here, Steve, at Frisbane Associates, is we're going to roll people's 401ks and retirement plans from work over to an IRA, actively manage it, tactically manage it, do a better job than the 401k has done. And I can I can show you the data, by the way. If you come in, want to do that portfolio analysis and comparison, I can, data is data, right? I can yep. show you the numbers. I can do the comparisons. I can show you the risk differences. I can show you the return differences, the fee differences, everything before you made a decision. But that's where we really can shine and, and help people really put some some uh, some real growth into and, and risk management into that into that retirement account. That's why it's so important to work with an advisor like Kevin and, and his team at Frisbee and Associates. It's 800-998-5649. And turning 60, I mean, we just said 59 and a half, but turning 60, again, this doesn't affect very many people, I hope, uh, but it, it, it does factor in. Yeah, turning 60 is one of those things. People look at that saying now, all right. For, for a lot of people, if they have a pension from a previous employer that they were at a long time, sometimes 60 is the key age they can start taking that pension. Some of the union pensions are 60 years old, so you want to pay attention to that. And if you've got the ability to take a pension, maybe maybe start looking at taking it at 60. It's not going to affect your Social Security. It's not going to affect uh, your – it'll affect income taxes, obviously, but but it might be something you could put some benefit in your pocket and collect some of that money over a period of time And uh, and, and because pensions usually – if you have access to a pension, they, they, a lot of companies have frozen them, so they're not going to increase if you wait to take it is the point. Right. And, and again, um, as we look at this, boy, um, so then we turn 62, and uh, that's a big deal. And that one, everybody knows, I can take Social Security at 62 doesn't mean you should, but you can. That, that's right. So we're going to do a Social Security planning report for a lot of people that want to come in and say, hey, what in, when is the best time to take Social Security? Well, you know, how do you how do you make that work? So we're going to look at that. We're going to do a comparison, particularly can uh, particularly if you're married and and trying to figure out when's the best time. If there's an age gap, what uh, what time is is the best time to tell people to take that? And I'm not a I'm not a, a guy that's always going to say, hey, you got to take Social Security early. I'm not a guy that's going to say to everybody, hey, wait, you got to wait to take Social Security till the end at 70. It's going to be a, a case by case study. Yeah, absolutely. And and again, um, then, well, heck, we're up against the clock here, Kevin. Why don't we go ahead? We can pick this up when we come right back. Uh, but let's go ahead and invite folks to give us a call right now. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions, and they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs, and they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio 
So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. All right. Remember where we left off, folks. We're going to pick it up when we come right back. It's a great way for you to be able to to come on in, sit down, get that financial roadmap put together. Kevin is there for you to help take that complex financial world, really turn it into something that becomes clear, easy to understand. It is your chance to get a true practical financial review. It's 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now. Get that comprehensive financial review. You're going to see where you are today, but more importantly, you're going to find you've got a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. So give us a call, 800-998-5649. Again, it's 800-998-5649. When we come back, we'll continue with Milestones in Retirement. In retirement, some people like to take it easy. Uh, Let's see, to nap or not to nap. And some people like to go, go, go. And then we went to St. Thomas, then New Orleans, then our grandson's soccer game, then for the theater of New York, to Bora Bora. You know what the beauty of it is? It's your choice. Ah, live it like you want. If you have the right plan, enter Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. Bad money habits. money habits. If bad money habits constrain your financial progress, it's time to alter your behavior. Here's another bad money habit to break. Thinking you'll win it Thinking big in the lottery. It big in the lottery. It would be nice, and we can certainly dream. But if you think about it, is there really any need to buy more than one Powerball ticket? Here are the odds of winning the big prize in Powerball. 1 in 292,201,338. So let's say you buy 20 Powerball tickets. You just increased your odds 1 to 20 in 292 million. The odds of finding a pearl in an oyster shell are just 1 in 12,000. You're way more likely to date a supermodel. Be crushed by a meteorite, be elected president, or become an astronaut than to win the big lottery prize. It's not even close. So while it can be fun, and people do win, it certainly can't be your retirement plan. on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall having a great conversation. Uh, in the first segment, we started breaking down all of the milestone years. We, we, uh, you know, we hit Kevin because he's now 50, right? So there you go. <laughs> we got that one covered. And we got all the way up to, uh, we just talked about turning 62. That's when you can start taking Social Security. The next number is 65. And I think that is etched in everyone's mind as, well, that's when we retire. Well, it, it used to be the yeah, age, right? Exactly. Uh, you know how that was when everybody retired. But here's the thing: the 65 piece is is the milestone because of Medicare tied to that age, and so at that point, 
it, it's the elephant in the room a lot of times. People come in. I, I can't. I probably have five or ten conversations and, and appointments every single week with, with people that come in that have an age gap, a couple of years, three years. One person's carrying the health insurance. The other one is is uh, you know needing health insurance. And so, so sometimes, if it's if let's say there's three years difference, if if the older one has the health care is carrying the health health insurance, well, a lot of times they'll they'll try to work longer and have to work longer sometimes to be able to carry that younger person to 65. And so if that's the case, and that's not always the case, by the way, where we there are options where you can go to the to healthcare.gov, maybe get a subsidized healthcare plan if you're not quite 65. But for the most part, 65 is definitely the key age to be able to get on Medicare. I will tell you a little side note. And again, I'm following some of this stuff and it's not it's not deep in the discussions in uh, in Washington right now, but it is being part of the discussions with some of these retirement plan changes going on. I've heard some rumblings of the, some of the politicians trying to bring the Medicare age down to 60 and instead of 65. Well, I can tell you right now, I've been pulling my clients for the last several months on this. And so I think there would be a mass exodus out of the workforce of people. I've got hundreds and hundreds of clients between 60 and 65 that would just outright retire if they knew that they could get on a Medicare plan and not have to worry about the health insurance. Overall, is that a good thing? I mean, I think it's good for people, but I'm just saying from a bigger perspective, uh, is it a good thing? From a financial perspective, no, because now you have Washington really trying to pay pay people's premiums and get them on Medicare. And I think it's a backdoor way to get people to accept universal health care. Now they're going at it in a very smart way, too. Again, I've been polling my clients and there's there's overwhelming, overwhelming support from both political parties that, you know, their beliefs. And and the reason is because they look at it on their own situation and say, yep, I, I would I would agree with that because I want to get on Medicare so I can retire. Sure. But if you look at the big scope of that, all of a sudden, if you do that to 60, and then all of a sudden it's widely accepted and there's all this additional cost for people, now they're going to say, hey, I'm going to back that into 55. And now 50, well, how do you, where do you stop? And, and ultimately the, the politicians don't don't plan on stopping. They want to back everybody into universal health care that way. But again, my job as an advisor is if they make that change to people down to 60 years old, how do we how do we make this work? How do we get now? I think the, the phone's going to ring off the wall here. People are going to want to get done and, and then have some guidance to get on Medicare. We've got Medicare reps and all, all of that stuff that goes with that. Sure. that's That was my question. I know you at Frisbee and Associates, you're pretty much the one-stop shop. So if you've got Medicare questions or or help helping folks make that transition, because it seems rather intimidating as you get close to Medicare, you go, well, what do I have to do? What do I, How do I do it? How do I do it? It's alphabet soup. It can be confusing. What to pick for plans? Do you get an advantage plan over a supplement plan? Do you travel, get something like Martin's Point and take that risk or not? I mean, it's, what kind of drug plan fits your situation? I, I can tell you right now, it's complicated and it's and it's confusing. And if you you know, you know uh, go online and, and fill out one of those things, you want information, you're going to get flooded with calls from Medicare reps from across the state, across the country even. I, make it simple. Call us up. We've got three of the top guys in the state. They're independent. They've got every Medicare plan available, and they can kind of make some sense of that uh, if that's your situation. Folks, it's 800-998-5649 if that is your situation and you want to learn some more. Kevin and the team is there for you. So we're going through milestones. So 65, yes, Medicare. Then 66 and 67. Those are two years that we talk about pretty much at some some point each and every week. Yes. So this is typically the time when most people are hitting full retirement age from 66 to 67. If you're born after 1960, everybody born after 1960, their full retirement age is 67. 
That's for taking the full Social Security benefit. That doesn't mean you have to wait that long. That's just make, making sure that if you go that long, that's going to be the maximum uh, full retirement benefit that you're going to have for Social Security. So 66, some people come in and say, hey, you know, I was born a particular year. I'm going to get done at 66 in two months. Just had one the other day. He's like, yep, 66 in two months. Just get done. Work for a, a municipality here in Maine, Central Maine, and come in. And he's like, yep, my, my last day was June, June 1st. I'm off the payroll. June 9th, and uh, how do we roll over my ICMA account? Oh, easy. How, here's how we do it. Get a form, and and, uh, and now we can uh, manage it, and this is what this looks like. Sure. So that, at those ages, though, that people want to stay, start paying attention to, if you're still working, do you collect Social Security? Does that make sense in your situation? There's a lot of questions that go around that. What are your income limits if you're if you're you're looking to take Social Security if you're not quite at full retirement age? There's a lot that goes into that discussion. And then when we turn 70, I mean, that becomes the other part of the, the Social Security conversation is if you wait till you're 70, there's a bit of a payoff here. Yeah, there is. So if you're if you're, you know, in a situation where you waited till you're 70 to take Social Security, that's the longest you can get the delayed credits. So now you're going to have that maximum Social Security, maximum plus the delayed credits, I should say. And if you, every year you wait after your full retirement, so let's say your full retirement is 67 Every year you wait after that, it's an 8% guaranteed annual increase on that benefit. So at 70, you shouldn't wait any longer. I actually had a case. Uh, the guy was, seven, I want to say he was 72 years old, still had not gone to file his benefits. I said, what, what are you doing here? He said, yeah, well, I don't really need it. I said, well, but you got to understand, you've given the government, they'll pay you six months back, but you've given the government 18 months of, of thousands of dollars of give back. I, it right. didn't make any sense to me. He's like, well, I, I hadn't thought of it that way. So, well, if I was you, I would make an appointment today and go and go start those benefits. They'll pay you six months back, but you've, you've already given up 18 months of money. Wow. Yeah, exactly. And again, there is no point in waiting, obviously, after 70. But but if you wait that long, yeah, there's a, there's certainly a payoff. And that, I mean, Social Security is a big part of our, our retirement plan. I mean, that's a guaranteed income. It is a big payoff. And here's the, the way to look at it, too. If you're a married couple, and let's say one person is, uh, you know, the breadwinner and then the other person was, let's say, a stay-at-home mom and she worked, you know, outside the home only a handful of years. So her Social Security might might be lower end. So sometimes the breadwinner, it makes sense to wait to get those delayed credits because whoever passes first, right, the survivor, if, if he dies before her, let's say, and he's got that delayed credits added to his Social Security, she's actually going to collect that higher amount. And so the fact that females live longer typically... By a few years, and if there's an age gap, even makes more of a difference. It could be a, a massive benefit to the surviving spouse on the other side after one of the inc after the income changes and one of the Social Security checks is gone. Sure, I, again, but those are the discussions that you have, and and really, again, it's sort of an eye opening for a lot of people to to be able to have that conversation and and really understand why it might make sense to wait. Yeah, again, it's a case by case basis, and, right. and there's a, there's pros and cons of both sides of it. And we're going to kick all sides of it around and and guide people. We do the Social Security planning report showing the, the, the break-even charts, showing the three different scenarios of what that might look like and the differences of money. And I think people appreciate that. Hey, hey, here's the here's data. Here's your numbers. Here's how they play out. And let's let's pick and choose what might be the best fit for your plan. Well, the beauty is, too, as part of your, your no-cost consultation, that initial consultation includes that Social Security analysis. That's such a big deal. Yeah, and we don't charge for these. I mean, people think, hey, how can you do this for free? I, here's how we've been in business for about 15 years. We've, we've, I would say probably one of the fastest growing, if not the biggest advisory group in the whole state of Maine and growing through New England at this point. We work on volume. And so we want to, we have to earn your business. So we're going to give free consultations. You're going to come in for two appointments. We don't charge for those. 
And if you decide to work with us at some level, we'll talk about what that looks like going forward. But that's what we're offering. Let us earn your business. Let us let's go through all these all this data and detail and guide you along. And if we win you over as a, as a client, we'll welcome you in, in the family. And if not, maybe someday down the road, you'll, you'll circle back around to us. 800-998-5649. One more milestone to talk about, and that is turning 72. That's the uh, RMD age, required minimum distribution. And so that's forever changing, it seems yes, lately, it right? Is. Right now, the, I think it's about minimum, to change again. Yeah, the, the requirement of distribution currently is 72 years old. It looks to be that the Secure Act 2.0 is going to now change the RMD age over three phases. They're going to raise it immediately to 73. That's likely going to pass this year. So we've kind of put some of our clients' RMDs on hold for now, you know, till we figure out the clarity of that. The second thing is in 2029, they're going to raise it to 74. And in 2032, they're going to raise it to 75. So it's forever moving. And again, we're proactive in, in kind of putting the brakes on our RMDs for our clients right now, because most of our clients don't want the RMDs this year. They want to try to continue to defer that. And so we're going to we're going to customize it and, and put the brakes on the people that don't want to do that or take it if they don't have to and then readjust next year and, and restart them up uh, again when they turn 73. So the, upping the age of the RMD is how do you see that? Where do you weigh in? You know, I'm a fan of giving people more control over accessing and, and, uh, and utilizing their funds. Okay. And so I'm a fan of it, but I understand the politician's reasoning on the other side too is this. Number one, if they allow people to continue to let that money grow tax deferred, they're going to have a higher income, a higher account value likely down the road, which means it will create a higher tax base because if they die and they're 75, let's say, or, or between 75 and 80, and they pass away, the beneficiaries have to take that money out over 10 years. So yeah, they're given the front end bump in delaying when you have to take the money out while you're alive. But then they've cut that down on, on the 10-year cycle after you pass away, and it's going to force your beneficiaries to pay higher taxes likely uh, down the road. So I, I, they, they, they played it both ways is what I, how I see it. <laughs> well, yeah, typical, right? All right. Well, folks, if we piqued your interest, now's a great time to give Kevin a call. In fact, why don't we do that, Kevin? Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now are going to get that comprehensive financial review, plus all the extras that Kevin just talked about. And when you walk out the door, you'll have in your hand that roadmap. It's a guide, if you will, that will help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. If you're worried about higher taxes as you ease into retirement, stick around. When we come back, we've got some strategies that could help reduce taxes in retirement.
Remember that feeling on the last day of school just before summer vacation? How about that feeling you get around 4 o'clock Friday afternoons? Now multiply both of those by 100, maybe 1,000, maybe more. And that's the feeling you get just before you retire if you have the right plan. And you don't have to go it alone. You need someone to set you up with a comprehensive plan avoiding risk and pitfalls and securing lifetime income in your retirement. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800 998 a billion dollar bills laid end to end with stretched 96,900 miles winding around the earth nearly four times. A trillion dollars laid in the same manner with stretched for 96,906,656 miles a distance farther than the sun. If you laid $1 billion side by side like tile, they would cover about four square miles. A trillion dollars laid out the same way would cover approximately 3,992 miles or 1,000 square miles larger than the states of Rhode Island and Delaware combined. Finally, how long would it take to spend each amount? If you spend $40 per second around the clock, it would take you 289 days to exhaust a billion dollars. If you did the same thing with a trillion dollars, it would take you 792.5 years to go broke. And you may ask, what comes after a trillion? How about quadrillion, quintillion, sextillion, septillion, octillion, nonillion, and decillion? Let's hope we never get that far with the national debt. And what would $1 trillion buy? According to Kiplinger.com, $1 trillion would buy 41,999,160 new cars, 140 billion hours of labor, a year salary for 18 million teachers, Congress for the next 10,742 years, the star power of LeBron James for the next 50,000 years, 1.33 trillion chocolate bars, also 4,000 celebrity divorce settlements, it would generate $6.2 billion a month guaranteed for life, it would earn $12.9 billion of interest on a one-year CD, it would pay 56.8 million U.S. Army privates. It would cover 19.2 million American families. It would pay estate taxes for 2,871 billionaires. And $1 trillion would buy $1 million spending a day for nearly 3,000 years. <laughs> for Funny Money, I'm Teresa Opeka. We're back on Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin Frisbee is here. Kevin is president of Frisbee and Associates. And uh, boy, you get my attention. Whenever you start talking about taxes and retirement, Kevin, I am all ears. And I think most of us are because it's, there are so many things and so many ways that we can twist and turn things. But you're here to help sort of, well, mitigate taxes, if you will, or at least keep them to a minimum. Here's the thing, all right, I'm watching what's going on in Washington. I know a lot of the listeners in the radio are, are watching what's going on in Washington. I don't know anybody that's in agreement with, with the uh, the overspending of, of and printing of money and destroying our dollar and whatever's going on. And I'll tell you right now, everybody's in agreement, and the politicians all know this, taxes and tax rates are going higher in the future. And in the near future, I'm talking about, and probably likely way higher in, in, the, in the distant future. So to that point, if, if we know for sure that that's going to be the case, how do we be proactive today 
to make changes in strategy to minimize or potentially minimize taxes going forward. There's things we can look at to do. If you're not proactive about that and you stick your, your head in the sand and, and bury and say, hey, I'm not going to pay attention and not be proactive right now, that, that means you're willing to pay the price. And that's perfectly fine. That's a personal choice. But my job as an advisor and our firm's job as a advisory group is protecting our, our clients' hard-earned money as much as we can and paying Uncle Sam the least amount legally that we can pay him. Absolutely. And, and again, you're going to pay what you owe, but you, don't, but you shouldn't have to pay any more than that. So, so he, again, you work all your life. I, I view it like this. You work all your life. You, you save. You, you, you know, you're not spendthrift people. You're frugal. You do all the, all the right things. And you get to a point where your, your business partner now says, hey, I want a cut of everything you did over those years, over 45 years. I, I want a piece of that. Well, your business partner is, is the Internal Revenue Service. And if you look on your 401k statements, it, the, the, the custodian is not you. You don't own your 401k statement. You're the beneficiary of, which means for the benefit of whatever your name is, but the custodian is XYZ company, and they have to report to your business owner. When you drop money out of your 401k, the report goes to your business owner that gets a cut of that profit that you've saved all these years and, and, and made the sacrifices all these years. So that, you know, that 600000 really is really only going to be worth 400000 to you. And your business partner gets two hundred thousand in in tax taxes. That's just Man. one way, simple way to look at it, right? Uh, yeah, that's black and white's what you call that, Kevin. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about this before, but let's let's kind of dig in a little bit more and and the partial in service rollover from your four hundred one k and and why is that a good idea? Idea and when should we do that? Well, a partial in service rollover. In service means. You're, you're still working for the company. So in-service means you're still working. A partial means you, you can roll part of it over. You don't have to roll the whole thing over. And the purpose and the benefit to your question is in an, in an IRA account, if you work with a, a fiduciary firm that does fee-based, we do just a, a, a much better job in managing portfolios than a 401k plan does. And I just had a, a, a couple clients come through here recently Again, from a, a role in a 401k from, from a company that, uh, as I mentioned, Poland Spring, that got uh, sold off. Mm -hmm. And so my conversation and the question they posed to me, Kev, why do, why do we roll with you instead of staying where we're at? And I said, here's the differences. Number one, your responsibility in your account that you currently have is making the choices and, and making the changes and going to pick the investments. Are you prepared to do that? When you're working full time and let's say you're working nights and you're sleeping during the day trying to you know, catch up on your sleep, are you prepared to do that when the market's open during the day? Have, do you have the ability to do that, to, to make changes in your account as markets change? Obvious answer is no. And, and to the feedback I get, obviously, Kev, is no. Obviously, and I don't, I don't want to do that because I don't understand the markets enough. Fine. Fair, fair uh, response. Sure, sure. To the point where I say, why don't you lean on us? We're going to charge a fee to do this. This is what the fee structure looks like, and it's it's uh, it's dependent on how much money people pull with us. But at the end of the day, you get what you pay for, right? So we lay this out. This is what the fee structure looks like. But at the end of the day, this is the activity. In a normal month, we're making five, six, seven transactions within every client's portfolio in a normal month. Well, guess what? If we're doing fee-based and there's no transaction charges, that means our client, it puts us on the same team as our clients. It doesn't have any additional cost to our clients to do that. That's a big deal. That is a big now, deal. Now, our portfolio managers now are watching and can watch that money 
every single day and make changes as markets change. So you can go work your night shift and come home in the morning and go to sleep half the day and catch up on your rest, which you need to, and know that while you're sleeping, somebody's taking care and got your back. And let's, I mean, this kind of slides into the Roth conversion. And I know we talk about that every week and you are doing a lot of those right now. And and there is a, a fair amount of motivation to do it too. Well, talking about that first part where I started with taxes, right? Going up in the future. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's no better time than ever right now talking about Roth conversions. And with a Roth conversion, again, you could be, the planning now looks to be a couple generations. So to that point, when they change the law to say that when you pass away, your IRAs are past your beneficiaries, but have to be taken out over 10 years and can't be stretched out over the lifetime anymore. So if you do Roth conversions, not only are you going to pay or save taxes on your own withdrawals at some point in the future, let's say you got 20, 25, 30 years in front of you, you're going to have all that tax-free growth. But when you pass away, all that money gets paid off tax-free to your beneficiaries. They still have to withdraw that money over 10 years, but it won't matter. They can do it as they want to, when they want to, do it all at the end of the 10 years if they want to, and not have to worry about a dime of tax. I like that. And and again, those are the kinds of strategies that you help with folks every day. Uh, th- this next one, I, d- don't run away when I mention life insurance, folks, because there's, there's so much more to it than that. And if there was a better name for it, I wish there was. Well, I, actually, we're fans. And, and let me explain, when it talks when, when you talk about uh, IRAs and, and, uh, and tax planning, here's the thing. Look at it like this. Let's say somebody comes in, they have $500,000 in retirement money, all taxable, and your, your business partner, right, Uncle Sam, is going to have his hand in your pocket for a couple hundred thousand of that. So technically, if you passed away, you're going to leave behind really 300000 So some people look at life insurance like this and say, all right, I really want to make sure I leave my two kids the 500000 bucks, 250000 a piece. I really wanted to do that. I'm going to live off the interest during my lifetime, but that's kind of my intent, Kev. But I don't want to have to have them worry about all those taxes because if, if, if you passed away, I'm going to, I'm going to leave them really only 300000 after the taxes. So here's how you solve it. Some people will go buy a life insurance policy for, let's say, 200000 So that 200000 could be the tax bill that you're going to leave behind once you pass away. So you're going to leave your kids whole. So they might inherit 300000 after they pay the taxes. But now they get $200,000 from a life insurance policy tax-free that could be utilized as a tool to pay the income taxes on the retirement accounts down the road. Wow, that's pretty smart. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, yeah. It's just a matter of creativity, right, at this yes. point? Yeah, it's, it's all it is. So it's, life insurance can be used for you know as a legacy piece you know, to, to make sure maybe you have grandkids and, and, and kids you want to leave monies to, but you want to go spend as much money as you can during your lifetime, right? You want to go enjoy it. Maybe you look at it like this. You've got, let's use the same example. You've got 500000 and it, except now you're going to go spend as much as you can. Maybe you go get a $500,000 life insurance policy, knowing that that's going to be left behind, and it allows you now to be able to freely go spend all your 500000 and not feel guilty about it and do whatever you want, knowing that, hey, if you don't spend all your dollars, you're going to have extra left to the kids and grandkids, whatever that number might be, but they've got $500,000 in tax-free that comes from the life insurance policy, but it, it could be a spend spree for you. Sure. Wow. <laughs> I like the sound. That's kind of exciting <laughs> to think about. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, I'm just, again, creativeness about what we, what we can bring to the table with our planning. 800-998-5649 if you're looking for creativity in your retirement. And uh, so let's talk about annuities, uh, a fixed indexed annuity, among others. Um, it It's similar to life insurance, but yet different. 
So annuities can fit in the mix, and uh, and we will bring them to the table sometime. And let me explain. There's a lot of negativity out there towards annuities, but let me explain the fixed index annuities just briefly because mm-hmm. it could be a, a, a potential tool. If somebody comes in, they they say, "Kev, I got five hundred thousand dollars." Using that example again, and uh, I, you know, I'm concerned about market risk and volatility. I want to grow my money, but I don't want to take uh, take a lot of chance. I want to take you know put some safety in my portfolio. Two things where an index annuity could come into play. It could be that they carve off. Let's say they take a couple hundred thousand. Go to the index annuity account. They get three hundred thousand in a conservative market account. Well, the index annuity has zero loss provision, so your principal's guaranteed. You can't go backwards, no matter what the market does. All right, that's first and foremost. Secondly, right now we've got access to one that uh, is in the market that has a uh, uh, what I call a long-term care attachment to it, which means it has an income account built into this index annuity that. If you needed care and are uh, diagnosed needing some sort of long-term care, they would actually double your income payment to help pay for care. So your 200000 could become 400000 what they base your income on, and then pay that out towards maybe a, 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 if you need care in your home or an assisted living or a nursing home type situation. So And there's no underwriting for that. So you don't have to go get medical questions answered and anything like that. It's actually there as a tool to be able to plug some money into in case something something major did happen down the road. And the fact that it's safe money, you can't go backwards, it's principal protected. You got your market side, you got this side, and now all of a sudden if the market co- goes down and you've got some volatility, you can start drawing money from the index annuity side, knowing that there's no downside to that, and let the market side come back and do its thing. Wow. I'll tell you, the other thing to me that becomes clear through the through our entire conversation in this segment is that you're an independent agency. You're, you have the universe of all of these options, whether it's life insurance, annuities, or whatever it might be, you've got it all. We do. And I, I think that's the biggest benefit we bring to the table, Steve, is we've, we've got access to everything out there. And we can be creative and bring ideas to the table that some people might have never thought of, uh, you know, outside of coming into the office and having a conversation with us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, folks, that's what you need to do right now. Give Kevin a call. Come on in and have that conversation. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now get the comprehensive financial review, and you will see, yep, here's where you are today. But more importantly, you'll end up with that roadmap that we talk about that can help get you to where you need to be. 10 callers, 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. When we come back, we'll answer some of the week's best listener questions. That and more right after this. Letting the clock 
run out on his social security to age 70 for maximum benefits. And here comes the Roth conversion. He's locked in for income for life. He's got some outstanding coaching with that annuity plan. He's created his own pension as well. And it looks like he's going to go all the way. Play your best retirement game. Call Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee. 800-998-5649. 800-998-5649. The original Borders Bookstore was founded in 1971 in Ann Arbor, Michigan by brothers Tom and Lewis Borders. Borders was acquired in 1992 by Kmart, which had acquired mall-based book chain Walden Books eight years earlier. But Kmart had a tough time with the book division. In the Borders acquisition, Kmart merged the two companies, hoping that Borders executives would help with the struggling Walden Books. But several high-ranking Borders management staff left the company and Kmart executives to deal with the problems of an even bigger company and increasing competition from Barnes & Noble and Crown Books. Facing its own financial issues, Kmart spun off Borders in a highly structured stock purchase plan. The newly formed company was initially called Borders Walden Group, and by the end of the same year, renamed simply Borders Group. In 2003, Borders had 1,249 stores using the Borders and Walden Books names. There were also international stores as well. The last year that Borders made a profit was in 2006. Its yearly income dropped by $1 billion over the next four years. On November 5, 2009, Borders announced it would close some of its Walden Book stores in an effort to improve the profitability of its specialty retail operations. By January 2010, 182 stores had been closed. On February 16, 2011, the company announced that it had filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. The company also announced the liquidation and closing of 226 stores. A United States bankruptcy judge approved a petition to liquidate. This resulted in the company converting their Chapter 11 case to Chapter 7. On July 22, 2011, Borders started closing its remaining 399 stores with a phased rollout. Business operations ceased in September 2011. Former rival and the current second largest chain of bookstores in the United States, Books a Million, had made a bid to acquire 30 to 35 stores and their assets on July 19, 2011, the day liquidation was approved by the courts. The two sides, however, were unable to come to an agreement suitable to all parties. Books a Million later resurrected its offer to buy portions of Borders Group, purchasing the leases for 14 stores in primarily New England and Pennsylvania. Borders USA closed the doors of its remaining stores on Sunday, September 18, 2011. 2011. The Borders online store closed on September 27, 2011. A banner then appeared on their website allowing users to browse but directed them to Barnes & Noble to complete their purchases. And we are back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Sudol. And, of course, uh, Kevin is uh, president of Frisbee and Associates. We've been talking about the group, and, and you guys do such a, a great job. You've got uh, an incredible team of people that, that work with you. And, and I've had the pleasure of, of talking with and meeting with some. Um, and, and, I mean, again, they're all good guys and gals, and, and you really have done a remarkable job. Yeah, thanks. And I, you know, hearing you say that, I, I haven't had him on the radio. We've got him on the TV shows recently, but I, I got to get him back on the radio shows and uh, get uh, people listening to them a little bit with me and and you and and kind of they take the call. A lot of these guys take the calls if they're going to call up. They're going to you know have the maybe Lance Gilman, Jeff Truchon, or or Derek Hewitt or, or Petey Hansen uh, pick up the calls. Um, and so you know it, it'd be fun for the 
for them to come back on the show. And uh, I think Peter and Derek haven't been on the radio with me yet. So we're going to have to arrange that. Okay. Yeah. Let's make it happen. I'm happy to do that. That's always fun. And um, as we uh, look at this, I know that uh, seminars, I know you've got them booked all the way through and and folks need to just call or, or check on the website, right? Yeah, that's it. Uh, if you want to come out to a uh, seminar, we've got them booked through the state. Uh, come, uh, you know, call the eight hundred number, and we'll we'll give you the locations and the uh, and the dates. And uh, we 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 try. I mean, again, sometimes the locations will change depending on the availability of some of these loca- uh, some of the places we we uh, we do them in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, give us a call if you want to attend one of the live seminars. Uh, we've got them going on. People are feeling a lot more relaxed now. Do you get that sense? No doubt about it. I mean, people coming in and uh, they're asking, they come in with masks still and say, hey, is it okay if we take this off? And of course, you know, the restrictions have been lifted. So it's based on your comfort level. And you know what? We still will keep people separated at tables. We don't, you know, pile people in. Like back in the day, we used to have 75 or 80 people show up at a seminar and you'd yeah. have to cram them in a room. And uh, we're not seeing that yet, but but a good 25 to 50 people will show up and we've got enough space to be able to give good separation. Nice. 800-998-5649. That's how you can get it started. Let's jump into a couple of these questions while we have time. Uh, Charlie is from Orrington. He has checked in and uh, this is a lengthy one. He says, do I need to move my investments if I have recently moved from one state to another? I have several investment accounts being managed by my previous advisor. The accounts that he manages include an IRA, a 529 for my grandkids, a taxable account. He says, I'm 70 years old, have been retired for 10 years. The state where my investments are currently held has state income tax. The new state where I live does not. Are there any tax implications or anything tangible that would adversely affect my investments now that I live in this new state? Well, that's a good lengthy uh, question. It reminds me of a guy that came in uh, the office here in Lewiston a couple of weeks back, and he was from New Jersey, and uh, he's got a place here in Maine, uh, but he's a Jersey resident, and he was coming in because he's got uh, some money, uh, some additional money he wanted to help his grandkids and start some kids and, gra- and grandkids accounts up with, but he's got an advisor that handles some other accounts in New Jersey. But he said, hey, Kev, I listened to you on the radio, and uh, I spent a fair amount of time here, and I want to I want to throw some business away, and, and how do we do that? So in this case, depending on, Charlie, thanks for writing in, depending on the state that you're filing taxes, that's going to be the factor here on your taxable amounts of your your, uh, your non-IRA account and your taxable amount on when you draw money from your IRA account. It's going to be on the state that you actually file. So which state are you spending more time in? If it's Maine, are you a Maine, official Maine resident? Then you're going to be subject to the Maine state tax. If you're someplace else as a resident like Florida, you won't be subject to any of the state tax. So there's a factor there. I'd like to kind of weed through that and figure out what your, your situation is. You're only 70 years old, so you've still got a couple of years um, to be able to, you know, have to think about and, and be concerned about the requirement of distribution. So that's uh, that's a positive thing. Might be another three years if they extend that. Mm-hmm. And, and having another advisor or whatever in another state's not a big deal. I can tell you, some people come in and because I've got clients from here to Alaska, and we can make that manage and, and work no problem. But some people like the face to face, Steve. So if they come in and say, you know, I heard you on the radio. I got an advisor in another state. I just don't feel connected anymore. Well, some people are really affected by that and they want that connection. They want to be the face-to-face meeting type person. And I'm all for that. So if that's you and you want to come in and and see if if we might be a fit as a replacement to the advisor you have in another state, come on in. But again, with technology these days, like I said, I've got clients from here to Alaska and, and down through the rest of the United States. And we make that work. And, uh, partly from people that move away. I mean, Things happen. They, they, they move to other states. I just had one move to West Virginia. Well, no problem. I, I can do business in all 50 states. And if you want to stay working with us, which he in this case they do, 
we, you know, we'll, we'll continue to do reviews. We'll, we'll just do it on a Zoom call instead of uh, face-to-face. Sure. I understand. That makes sense. 800-998-5649. All right. Barbara from Wyndham uh, says, I'm 50 years old. My employer offers a 403B, matches the first 3%. Uh, I've been participating for 15 years. Right now, contribute 8% plus the matching 3 I believe the current plan underperforms significantly and my employer is switching plans. Of course, I would always continue to contribute the 3% that is matched, but would I be better off taking any additional contributions to a Roth IRA even if those tax even if those funds are post tax contributions? Yes, yeah, so here's the here's the thing you just mentioned, right? It's underperformed in the 403B, the workplace uh, sponsored plan and and so your company's looking to replace it. That I, we find that all the time. And sometimes companies don't care. They don't replace it and they just want to deal with having it out there, right? And and, and, and the burdens on the people. So Barbara, thanks for writing in, by the way. It, here's the thing. If you if you want to put into a Roth IRA, I'm going to ask questions of what's your household income? If you're a 403B, you're, to, you're working probably for a hospital. Um, I'm going to guess maybe you're a nurse or something like that because usually nonprofits uh, utilize the 403B type plans. So let's look at your household income. Let's look at your tax bracket. And then let's make that choice. How much do you put into a Roth or not or pre-tax based on your, your, on your current tax bracket? Because if you're in a 22 or 24% federal tax bracket, it's probably not going to make sense to put into Roth. You're probably better off to put into the pre-tax 403B, including the the uh, the one that they're going to uh, switch out to. Okay, well that makes sense. And yeah. and uh, but uh, like you said, those are the kinds of things that you deal with all the time. Yeah, again, to that point, yeah, I'm going to ask those questions. What's your ta- what's your income? What's your tax bracket? And then we'll look at how much you're contributing to either side. All right. 800-998-5649. Brett checks in from North Yarmouth and says, I was terminated by my employer. The paperwork they sent sent me said a 10% penalty for an early 401k withdrawal would be waived for payments made after separation of service. If you turn 55 that year, we talked about that this today as well. Uh, he says, do I need to roll that 401k over in an, to an IRA first and then do the, pay, do the payments uh, to avoid the penalty? That's a great question. And it's a, that's a pitfall that some people don't know. That's a big one. So to that point, I talked about earlier in today's show where we were working with some people rolling from the 401k that they're in their mid 50s. And my recommendation was keep some money back in the 401k in case you needed to take money out. Because if you roll it to your question, Brett, if you roll it to the from a 401k to an IRA, and then you want to take payments out of it, you're going to be penalized. And the IRS, I don't know why that is, but they will only waive the penalty coming from a 401k, 403b type plan, not from a traditional IRA. Okay. So yeah, just so don't roll it over before you if you want to take some money. Exactly. Right. Maybe roll part of it and keep some back to, to be able to withdraw. All right. Fair enough. 800-998-5649. Let's go to Georgia from Oxford. Uh, she's asking, she said, are there disadvantages to consider before exercising the option to annuitize an equitable variable annuity? I purchased two annuities back in 2008 and have reached the point where I may now exercise the option to receive lifetime income benefits. Would there be any issues? issues uh, I should consider before doing so. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, so hmm, I'm not a fan of variable annuities, uh, especially the, the equitable variable annuities. If you annuitize, Georgia, your annuities, you give up complete control of access to your money. You never want to annuitize an annuity contract. Every annuity has the ability to annuitize. And I would tell you, you never want to give up control of your money. And okay. you would do that by annuitizing that contract. And the downside is sometimes people don't explain when they sell these to people that the only option is to annuitize it to get that full income payment out of that, 
over a lifetime. And so before you made any choices, I would say, let's sit down and go through what you're trying to do, what your income, what you're trying to create for income. Maybe there's a better solution outside of annuitizing, giving up control of your money to the variable annuity. So she's had this since 2008. I mean, are there ways that you could maybe take that and, and reinvest or change it or make it better? Yes. Yeah, so 2008 tells me she's had it uh, 13 years now. So yeah. uh, most annuities have anywhere from a seven to 10 year surrender charge uh, schedule on it. So she's probably got no penalties by doing something different. So that's why I said, Georgia, before you annuitize and give up control of your money and then you can't go backwards and change it, why don't we sit down and do a comparison and figure out what you're trying to do, what your goals are, and maybe there's a better solution out there for sure. Well, and again, that's the thing. You know, I know that you've said before about uh, uh, about uh, annuit uh, one annuitization and two the uh, variable annuity and and how that can be troublesome for folks. So again, it's important to to really check things out before you do that. And again, I think it's a sad thing when when somebody is found you know finds themselves in that situation where they were just pushed a product. It wasn't really part of an overall solution. That's the whole thing, Stephen. Anytime I see these variable annuities, they usually were pitched by. Uh, some advisor broker that's been, you know, propped up in a, in a credit union is a, uh, you know, there's a circuit of credit unions here in Central Maine that um, they have these financial people, and a lot of people are, are you know, are uh, confused. They think they work for the credit unions, and they don't. They're independent people. The credit union bring in, brings in, and these guys pitch variable annuities all the time, and, and real estate investment trusts to give up control of your money. It's, it's disgusting, really, but they're they're sold things. They're not part of an overall solution. It's too bad because when, when somebody finds out that there was a better way and, and now they may be stuck, well, that, that's not a good feeling. Well, Georgia, let's see if you're not, uh, let's see if we can get you unstuck. How's that? 800-998-5649. Well, Kevin, as always, let's uh, let's go ahead and invite folks to call one last time today before the time runs out. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. You heard, Kevin, the next 10 callers are going to get that comprehensive financial review. You're going to see where you are right now. But more importantly, you'll find that you've got a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Kevin, as always, my favorite hour of the week. I just love these shows because uh, I always learn things and, and it goes by so quickly. Yeah, the shows fly by, don't they, Steve? So anybody that listens to the show right now, pick up the phone, give us a call. We will answer your call within an hour. We'll return your call within an hour of the show ending, we promise. And we can't wait to answer your questions. Hey, we want to thank everybody for listening today. As always, we really do appreciate it. And we're going to be back again next week. New topics, new questions, and a whole lot more right here on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. Coach P Radio.
Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.